Hey guys, good afternoon. I'm recording the service right now because I'm excited. Uh, myself and Angelique and Bear jumping on a plane here in a minute. And you're flying to Kansas City and going to a Yankees game tomorrow. But we will have the fellowships uh, Sunday. And uh, I'll do those from the hotel in Kansas City. But anyway, I wanted to record this service, uh, just receiving your desires as a gift from God. And I've been trying to share with people that uh, the, all scriptures are about the two love covenants with the creative ability of God to create. And one is the first act of creation, the old covenant, the physical act of creation with withers, which fades. Sometimes it's called cursed. There's not because we did anything wrong. It's just that uh, it fades and it goes away. And so then there's another one that never fades, and that's the anointing oil within. Um, and uh, called Christ, literally the rubbing on of oil from within that never fades. It's the wedding feast of the Lamb, the silent uh, wedding feast where you're uh, where you're joining in covenant and creating from within. And it's often um, uh, allegorized in Scripture as the virgin birth or uh, committing adultery because you're creating with uh, a seed or the woman within that's not your a physical woman. And uh, you see even the lineage of Jesus Christ comes from the harlots. And uh, <laughs> it's all imagery, guys, of people of trying to explain this, this, uh, this beautiful creative mystery of God within all of us. And so that's what all those are about, even the women caught in the act of adultery, where he wrote on the, the temple courts twice and says the old one faded away first, and then he wrote again, and it says, you will need no more cleansing. The cleansing was, uh, you have the ability to create anything because you have the, the gift of, uh, of God or the anointing of God in you that never fades. Whereas the first covenant would be every year, and uh, then the woman would give birth. But the, so when it says, woman, uh, go and sin no more, it literally says, you need no more cleansing. Because when the man would have intimacy with the woman and her period would stop, she would be called clean. And that's, that was it. And that, that had to happen every year, obviously, because uh, she would give birth and then uh, the, the flood waters for period would start again. And, and uh, that's what all that's about. <laughs> I know it's, you hear everything about that, but those are what the scripture is about. And that's why it says, if you understand the seed in the soil, you'll understand everything. And uh, there is the first covenant of the branch of the tree of the knowledge of good with labor. Evil is just labor pains. Um, the clenching of teeth, the gnashing of teeth, the the, the, that a woman often experiences when she gives birth. And then there's the silent one. There's the one with no effort, the virgin birth, which is really pretty interesting. It's the birth from within. And I'll show you that. So I really wanted to just show you that desires are literally a gift from God. You know, Psalm 37, four and five, we'll go through that. It actually says that in Hebrew, which is pretty cool, but here's, what's really neat creation. Everything you could ever desire has already been given to you. The scripture says, I've given you everything that pertains to life, Zoe. And if you go look at it, it's abundance, life, uh, everything you could ever desire, and godliness, the ability to create as God. And so I've already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So every desire you could ever have, there's nothing more for us to do than simply thank you, Father, immerse yourself in it in your imagination, as if you already have it. And when you do it, and you stay there and just with gratitude, realize you already have it, and you create a picture in your mind of you already experiencing it, there's nothing more for you to do. If it takes all 7 billion people of the earth to, to bring forth that and mirror and shape exactly who you are or I am within, it'll do it. And so you'll find it's just as easy to be abundant as it is to be poor. It's just as easy to be healthy as, as it is to struggle. It's just as easy to have joy in your relationships that it is to struggle. And it's simply not trying to change somebody on the outside, not trying to work for it or earn it. 
is receive it with joy. He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So you'll find it's just as easy to do all those things when you create a picture in your mind and uh, see yourself already enjoying it and with gratitude, like you would receive a gift from anyone. Just, oh, thank you. I see myself as that and I enjoy that. And with expectancy, with joy, with hope, um, the peace of already having it, it shows up in your world. It's really pretty an amazing thing. And so let me just show you that it actually says that in Psalm 37, which uh, uh, is some of my favorites. But uh, let me just show you this real quick. And I'll just do a little Hebrew with you again. And so, <clears throat> you know what? Let, I'll just start at the beginning. Delight yourself in the Lord. And I'll show you why that delight yourself is really, really key in this thing. But it's the Psalm of David. And David, uh, it says there, somebody, I was sharing this last week with the parable of parables. If you understand the seed and you understand the soil and the earth, then you'll understand the kingdom, which is his royal rule and reign, how everything operates in the kingdom. And it says uh, that somebody from the lineage of David or the, the, uh, will always be on the throne or, or be the king. Well, he's given us the kingdom. So we must, this, this lineage of David must be something or have to do with something of us. And it actually is. It's delet vav delet. It's man between the two gates. First of physical intimacy, second of, the, of uh, right between the two cherubs, the gate within the mind. And so there's two earths. We come out of the, we're birthed out of the garden. And then we see Garden of Gethsemane, the oil pressed out, where it says, sweat like drops of blood fell from his head to the earth. So like, like, like. <laughs> it's an allegory, guys. That's what he's trying to show you is how to create from within the head right up here. Anyway, do not fret over those who do evil and, and uh, do not envy those who do wrong. Now, most of the, the religious teachings and uh, quote unquote Christian teachings I grew up with fretted with all kinds of evil and doing wrong. Well, I don't even think that's what it means. I think it says, hey, don't worry that uh, about the labor and different things. We fade like grass and we, we wilt like tender plants. Don't worry about it. But then everything changes here. But even if it did mean uh, get mad at everybody who does evil, it says do not do that if we just read it in plain English. So anyway, it's not about, uh, it's not about any of that. It's talking about the real, the real, uh, the, real the, the, the covenant of covenants, the, the ability to create the true riches are within and says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in that land and cultivate faithfulness. You see all this imagery of the earth and the land again. And then it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, if you've been given it to you, there's nothing more for us to do than to accept it as a gift. And so let me just, let me go into uh, verse four a minute. I'm going to show you something pretty inter interesting here. So 37.4, delight yourself. Now, I'm going to go through what this, this conjugated verb here is in a minute, but let's just look at it real quick. It's a verb, and it says to be soft, dainty, um, make self pliable, live or spend in enjoyment, use amorous behavior. So this is like intimacy, and it says be dainty, take exquisite delight, um, make merry, so delicateness, have delights, delight yourself, sport yourself, figuratively effeminate. Effeminate means feminine. This is like had come alive to the feminine nature within all of us guys, which is the, the, the garden of our heart and mind within the inner man, luxurious, delicate, have delight, sport yourself. This is all about having an intimacy within yourself guys. And I'll show you that's exactly what it means. And so instead of two people coming in intimacy, have the ability of God create, this is the, this is the rod of Aaron within you that gives life all by itself within you. And so it's this verb it says, delight yourself. And you see this hit pile hit pile is the, the verb. 
Um, now, I just looked it up for you guys. So you don't have to do it. And you don't have to know any of this, but it was trying to show you this is the ability to create from within yourself. Okay. So hit pile reflexive, which most of them are, means this. Reflexive voice means that the subject of the verb is both performing and receiving the verbal action. So the subject, who's the subject in here? He's talking about us. You, all of us, delight ourselves in the Lord. So here's what he's saying. We're the subject and we're also the object. So that's why it says delight yourself, even though it's one word. It's delight yourself. It means be effeminate, luxurious, um, delicate. It, it, the feminine nature within yourself is really what it's talking about. In Yahweh, I am. And that's Yad, the finished work of Hava, man between the two creative halves right here. Anything you behold becomes. So literally, like Yahweh is the finished work of to be or to exist or I am. So Yod is the finished work, but this is delighting within yourself. This is the effect, effeminateness, luxuriousness, the, the woman within yourself of I am. And so it's the finished work. Hey, Vav, hey. Vav is a man and we're the connector. So Lily says this, which is exactly quantum. Whatever you behold, hey, is an open window. It represents the creative ability of God. I've showed you that. If you want to go look it up for HebrewForChristians.com and just look up uh, consonants and look up hey, it's the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Vav is man or the connector. So here's what it's saying. The finished work, when you pay attention or observe your desire as if you're already enjoying it, it connects you to what you just observed. So it says, this is the ability to create within ourselves and that will be given to you the desires of your, your lavaka. Now, this is pretty interesting. So lev, lev, it's the rod or the, the, the shepherd's staff within the house that coughs. Now I said cough, uh, is one of my favorites because it really is the it's exploring this creative mystery of man that when you see something it takes anything it could ever desire if you desired abundance you'll find it's just as easy as it is to be uh, poor it's changing something within yourself it says delight yourself guys when there's physical intimacy there's nothing more to do once that seed is released it takes it from the potential that child and brings it into physical reality and the woman gives birth. And it says, but this is all doing the same thing within yourself. It's the hit payal conjugation of the verb. Do it to yourself. Delight, be, be effeminate, give birth within yourselves of I am. And you can put anything you want after I am. And it'll create with effortlessness. I am abundant. I am joyful. I am whole. I am ridiculously successful. I am so at peace. I have the most amazing family in the world. I have the most amazing spouse in the world. Everything works out for me. Everything works great for me. That is a seed. That is a seed. And everything you could ever desire is, uh, is to do nothing more than to receive it. And so this lavaka, lev, which is heart, the rod or the, the shepherd's staff within the house and cough, it says, literally, it says, taking any potential in the spirit realm, koach, potential and bringing it to puel, actual. So <laughs> do you see the whole thing? There's nothing more for you to do. So it could be this easy. And I want to show you how simple this is. This came up uh, on the fellowship last week. And I forget who you are, but um, uh, I'm sorry. I just get so many of these, but it was a woman and you can identify yourself in the fellowships tomorrow if you want. But she said, I want to move to Colorado Springs. Uh, let me just show you. I'll, I'll show you exactly, exactly what I did. So picture of... Oops, Garden of the Gods, Colorado Springs. Let me just show you. So here's here's the exercise we did, and it's it's not any more difficult than this, in all honesty. 
So let me just see. I'll try to find the exact one I was using. It was a picture of Pike's or Garden of the Gods with Pike's Peak behind it. Uh, there's better ones. Uh, I'll, let's see. Let's see if this one pulls it up. Shoot. It's not liking it for some reason. Let's just use this. <laughs> Server not found. So all these pictures apparently. All right. So here's Sunrise, Garden of the Gods, Colorado Springs. But you could simply do this. So if her desire is to move to Colorado Springs, which she said it was, I said, here's the desire is of the sire. It's sire within yourself or plant the seed within yourself. And it'll be done. It'll for lavaka, delight yourself in the Lord. There's nothing for you to do, but with receive it as a gift of gratitude. So that that desire that, oh my gosh, you know what? I want to, I want to, I want to uh, move to Colorado Springs. That is something from God trying to express life through yourself. And the fact that everything's already been created and is available, we just get to choose on what we focus on. And what we focus on, the Lord, Ayat, the, the finished work of Yad Hava, what we picture we bind ourselves and bring it into physical reality what we picture by the lavaka the heart within the, the delighting ourselves within the seed is cast within so i said this is all you needed to do guys it's not oh god please make it work out and you try to figure out the business deal or you try to figure out anything you know what the right thing in the right way will come to you it's effortless this is this is the the birthing within yourself okay this is the harlot which gives you the desire of every man but it's not your physical husband. So this is talking about the, the spiritual covenant. That's what all that imagery is about, guys. So, so you could simply picture yourself here where you breathe in that fresh Colorado air. If you've ever been here, it's like cool and crisp. There's very little humidity. And you just close your eyes and you, you hear the birds chirping and you feel the sun start to rise up on your face. And you just open your eyes and you look at the Garden of the Gods, which that is, and just go, God, I'm so grateful that I'm here. And that's it, guys. And the right way for you will bring you here. It really is that pretty, that, that amazing. Delight yourself within, sport yourself within, arouse that feminine nature within yourself. See it as if it's already done and it'll be done to you. That's I am. Delight yourself in the Lord. So most people, when they delight themselves in the Lord, they're trying to do praise and worship and all these things. Trying to pray and worship to an outside God. Praise and worship, the only reason it works, guys, is because you start to get joyful, you start to get excited, et cetera, which is the, the emotion that, that creates this gratitude, this joy. Those are the, the higher elevated emotions that freely create. But it doesn't do anything to God outside of you. God's within you. This is the God within you. Love, this is delight yourself, sport yourself, be, be feminine within yourself, right? And so that's really what that all is, is, is getting aroused, getting excited about the desire within your heart, accepting it as a gift. Thank you, Father. There's nothing for you to do. Just accept it as real. In some way, somehow, like I said, if it takes all 7 billion people, you'll find yourself here, which is really an amazing thing. That is the, the birth from within with no labor. There was You didn't see the labor. It was hidden. It was in the secret place. It was in the quiet place. It was in the darkness. The scripture also uses the wilderness where you can't see it. It happened out there somewhere. Um, but it's all just imagery of the same thing. And so it works in abundance. It works in health. Like if you were struggling um, with anything health-wise, you could create a picture of something you would be doing if you were completely whole, vibrant, et cetera, and enjoy it as if it's real. We all have these desires, guys, of abundance, of health, uh, even eternal life. But you can't find it here. It says that the, uh, you can't find the eternal life here. This is the world that fades, guys. 
And that's natural. That's normal. There's nothing wrong with it. The, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It wasn't this plan B thing that we hear in, in Western Christianity. It was how we were designed. First, the physical covenant, the older one that fades and goes away. As glorious as the covenant of Moses as it fades, the second one's even better. It never fades. And so, but why do we desire all those things? Because we were birthed from it. We were birthed from the spirit and oneness of God. And guess what? We're going to return to that. So we all know it's available. And this journey on earth is for us to, to really overcome even the last enemy, which is just something that appears to oppose you. So all the warring scriptures, all the brother after himself and the other brother is, is nothing to do with out here, guys. It was all about the physical man and the spiritual man seem to be at, at opposites of each other. And the true journey is to realize the spirit realm molds and shapes the physical realm. Just like Jacob and Esau, when he's wrestling all night, Jacob is the smooth man. And he rests his head on the Eben, it says stone, but it's the seat of the father, Eben, that's what it is. He rests his head on the seat of the, on the seed from the father. And when he awakes, he says, surely this was the place, uh, the house of God. Well, who's the house of God? You are. And then his nature was changed to Israel. So he went from strictly physical covenant and ability to be great guys to the spiritual. And Ish is just man. Ra is to see or, or comprehend that he's El, God. That's, that's the nature. That's the journey we're all on is the spirit surplants the physical. And so really what he's trying to show you is just receive all of this as a gift. And the right business will come to you. The right, uh, you don't have to go figure it out, guys. It's really an emotional thing. Most people have a means goal, meaning I got to go work and figure it out. And if I do this many calls or if I make this many contacts, if I have this much in my pipeline, da, 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 da. it works, but it takes a long time. Usually stresses people out, <laughs> it causes health problems in a lot of people. Let it come to you, the right thing come to you. You just experience it, your desire as a gift because it is a gift. He says, I've given you everything and it's learning how to inherit. So hope that helps guys, but you truly can. If there's something like, oh my God, I wish I could have this. It's already available. It's already created. Your job is to simply accept it as if it's real as a gift and watch it unfold into your life. That's the beauty of delighting yourself within, the, arousing the feminine nature within yourself. So God bless you guys. We'll see you on the fellowships tomorrow morning.